Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Good morning, crypto. Good morning, Warriors. Hello and welcome back to another episode of your favorite crypto news channel, Good Morning Crypto, where we bring you the most relevant and impactful crypto-related topics from a top crypto research team in the world. I'm your host, Abs, joined by several members of our 3T family this morning. We got the Italian stallion, Mr. Johnny Crypto. Gonzo, also known as Super G, is joining us. And that's I've got myself this morning, so I'm very excited for today's show. Today on Good Morning Crypto, we'll be discussing how Saudi Arabia is doubling down on their support of Ripple, providing new evidence of how they plan to re- leverage RippleNet for the settlement of oil trade in the near future. As new details reveal that XRP's tip bot has been added back to Twitter, does this confirm that Elon knows the phoenix will rise from the ashes? Global hedge funds are now reporting trillions of dollars are ready to move into the crypto market, setting that the floodgates won't open until one major catalyst. And with the tokenization of assets already underway, we break down the details, showing our community how America's institutions are creating the greatest opportunity of our era. Our show is available on your favorite podcast platforms like Spotify and Apple Music. And for those of you listening via podcast, our show is live on YouTube, Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern at the 3T Warrior Academy channel. So Johnny Crypto, they're already calling me out for wearing a sweatshirt today. I told you, turn the AC on for me. But how are you feeling this morning? And thanks for being here. I know they, they want me to take you out of the basement. They're afraid that you're <laughs> I don't know what's going on. You're in the hottest state in the country. I have no idea why you're wearing a sweater and I'm wearing a tank top. But nonetheless, good morning to all the war maniacs out there. We love and appreciate you guys. And boy, we got a lot of news today. Can't wait to hop into it. And Gonzo, great to see you too, brother. Hope you're doing well. Gonzo, it's great to have you, man. And I see you got the Bull Run sweatshirt on. I don't know if it's that time of year, but I like what I'm seeing. How you feeling this morning? Thanks for being here. Hey. Hey, what's up, man? Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Yeah, I'm not feeling 100%, kind of losing my voice a little bit. I think I'm getting sick, but uh, I, I like the I like the black sweatshirt. I, I think Abs is like trying to copy me. He's just missing the uh, the Bull Run logo. That's it. But uh, I, I think we're twinsies today. But uh, yeah, man, it's going to be a great show. Thank you so much, Gonzo. And I am trying to copy you, so I'm not hiding anything, guys. And we got 124 live listeners joining us. Show us some love. Smash that like button because this is going to be a great episode, guys. And we're going to start this thing off the same way we always do by checking out the Good Morning Crypto Twitter account. That is at 3TGM Crypto on Twitter. Smash that follow button. You're getting updates throughout the day. When we look at the Bitcoin fear and greed index, we're sitting at a 64 this morning, Johnny. For good reason. We had a big day yesterday, but as the market's evening out, just a couple of green bubbles. Hex up about 12%, Comp up about 7%. When we look at the total coin market cap this morning, we're slightly down, sitting at $1.19 trillion in total market cap. Bitcoin is 50% dominance. Ethereum is about 19%. Bitcoin's sitting at 30500 Ethereum, 1800 XRP's $0.47 cents in Cardano, sitting here at 28 And guys, no special guest in the building today, so I got to kick it right to Gonzo for some thoughts. Gonzo. We had a great conversation with Waters Above yesterday. And what I took from it is next year is going to be very exciting for the markets. So before we get into some videos and articles, what do you think of the interview? And do you seem to agree? 2024 is looking great. 
Yeah, you know, 100%. I, I didn't catch the whole interview. I caught uh, most of it, but I think he did a great job. You know, anytime that Waters is on, like, it just, it's very um, uh, mind-blowing or consciousness expanding. So I, I can hear him talk all day. But, you know, as, as far as the market, yeah, you know, we're, we're kind of like at that, we need to either, Bitcoin needs to make up its mind. It either, either, either needs to break that $32,000 level so that we can keep moving up. Or are we going to come back down and maybe test like, you know, 27, 28? We're kind of just stuck in this like middle of this range right now. Um, but like when you're looking at Bitcoin dominance, uh, we did get a pullback, but it, all it basically did was kind of make a lower high. So we're still kind of waiting to see if that's going to like take off and go higher and kind of hit that higher level of 55% in Bitcoin dominance. Uh, but, uh, you, you know, you're definitely trying to see some of the altcoins kind of wake up like Solana, Link, uh, I think uh, FTM, they're all kind of starting to wake up this morning. And I think that's because we had uh, that Bitcoin kind of dominance um, kind of pullback. So we're all just kind of waiting to see uh, uh, what happens, right? Bitcoin needs to make up its mind. Jomini, I'm excited to get into this newest article we have. As 93% of hedge funds were asked about crypto in America this week, we got some very exciting news. 47% of them are already involved but 53% are waiting for regulation. What does that tell me? Most of the money is still on the sidelines. And guys, we get 162 live listeners. Smash that like button. Let the algorithm pump this out. We are saving some groundbreaking articles for today. Number one is going to be that Saudi Arabia could be using XRP for oil trade in the near future. That's the floodgates opening in and of itself. But we're going to talk a little Twitter. Johnny, what do you think about what I'm saying here? Most of the hedge funds are sitting on the sidelines. Does that mean most of the money's there as well? I think you watch Good Morning Crypto. That's what I think. We say that every single day. I actually run it. The reason, yes, you do. The reason why, abs, you know, uh, Gonzo saying, you know, Bitcoin's gonna make up its mind, do something as well, because there's no money coming in right now. This the bottom line is, listen, the whole world works, the whole thing works on money. Money flows in, money flows out, right? And there's no new money coming in yet. So why would anybody expect it to do anything yet? But when that 53% of that money, right? Because they ain't like they're printing right now. So you don't have no money coming in there. We don't have SEC approval. So that institutional money is not coming in. The money that people want to invest in crypto is already here. It's just going to find homes. It's going to flow left, right, up, and down. You're going to get some little bit of movement like you show. But you're not going to see any real significant push any direction until real new money comes in. And that's the 53% of that money that you're talking about. And so I was reading yesterday. There's an article that showed when the BTC ETF gets approved. I said when, not if, because my guess, my guess is it's happening at some point. Could be three, six, nine months from now, whenever. I think it'll be time closer to the halving. But anyway, it was saying expect about five to ten billion dollars of new money coming in, and that that would literally that alone could drive Bitcoin up into the six-figure numbers, which which is another thing I've been thinking would happen. So we'll have to wait and see, Abs. I got a problem for you, Johnny, because I think a lot of people, I understand what you're saying, but just to clarify for some of our listeners, when you say $5 billion could push us all the way up into, what'd you say, six figures? Explain the, No, that. not the five. The 10 billion would push us to six. The five would push us to around 70,000, they were saying. Yes. So explain why that's the case. Obviously, you're talking about liquidity being absorbed from exchanges, but explain that for our listeners. Yeah, well, basically, it's just new money coming in. That $5 billion is going to go or $10 billion is going to come in. And it's going to go buy up what? It's going to buy so it's going to buy up Bitcoin as you buy up supply because it has a limited demand that naturally drives the price up. And then once that happens and people start seeing the price up, what do you think retailers do? FOMO. 
You want to take one guess? What we exactly? FOMO. FOMO. There'll be FOMO in left and right. Then there'll be leverage. Then what happens is so the reason how you get your normal spikes, your your total peak all time highs, that comes from retailers over leveraging. They start playing with leverage. They start mortgaging the house, the, this, that. And then the exchanges give you 5X and 10-inch and margin plays. And everybody starts FOMOing in. And then that drives, drives, and drives, right? So, yeah. So, anyway, it was saying that that's all it would take a catalyst of 5 to $10 billion that could push this thing somewhere into the 70 to 120, 150 range. Now, I don't, I don't know if I agree with it, but I do think that certainly it will definitely drive it up. I can't agree with the, ex the exact numbers because uh, I actually thought it would take more than that. But Yusko thinks there'll be a lot more than five to ten billion coming in. The point is, we need new money. Until that new money comes in, you're just going to be sitting looking around between twenty-five and thirty thousand somewhere. We're just going to keep going back and forth, flip-flopping because that's all the money that's in this space right now. Gonzo, so I, I think that um, institution money is coming in. Right? Uh, what we don't have is we don't have retail, and 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 you can see evidence in that in what's going on with the markets, right? We're not getting an altcoin run, but what you are seeing is you're seeing institution money coming into the markets. You see in the reflection of micro strategies, right? It's up, what, 100 and something percent. You have Riot. So you have anything, these stocks that are regulated, right? Because remember, these are institutions and they have to do things the right way. They have to like play by the rules. And so they want exposure. And where we're seeing that play out is in stocks. So anything connected to blockchain. So you have like things like Riot, right? That is um, Bitcoin mining. You have MicroStrategies, right? So MicroStrategies totally kind of ripped. Why? It's because that's the only exposure they're getting to buying Bitcoin, which is kind of crazy, right? Because having to go through MicroStrategies to hold Bitcoin uh, is a very roundabout way. And that's why the Bitcoin ETF, that's why you see that they're making such a big deal. But I do think there's evidence it's true institutional money coming into the market. It's just going to that area because of the, 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 the current regulation that we have, right? And so when you talk about like what Johnny's talking about with billions coming in, if you look at um, other ETFs, right? The record, uh, so the original record was Bitcoin. It, uh, I'm sorry, not Bitcoin, but gold. When that, when that came out, they had a billion in three days, right? Um, so the record right now is Bitso, which is a future... Uh, a futures Bitcoin ETF that made 1.5 billion in three days. So uh, imagine what like a Bitcoin ETF might make on day one. As far as the timeline, everything that I've researched and I've seen, when you look at like the deadlines that the, the SEC has where they have to either delay, deny, or accept, um, it's that ARC ETF one and, and that clock has been running. And I think the deadline on that is January 10th. Uh, of next year as far as the blackrock uh, sp um, spot etf i think the next major decision comes sometime in september where they have to kind of make that s deny support or 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 um or accept right so there's these yeah. different windows no, no, let me just cut you off really quick ETF I got a follow-up yeah. question for you here. So we've talked a lot about what's happening with, with the support Coinbase is getting for the spot ETF. And me and you had a great conversation on Sunday night describing how I believe we could see a situation where Fidelity, BlackRock, and CBOE eventually come out and come and support Coinbase in their lawsuit against the SEC. And the reason I believe that is because they're about to start offering a very similar product. If Coinbase gets a red flag and gets taken down, it only puts a target on the, on the backs of these big companies like Fidelity and BlackRock 
And the way they can get ahead of it is by supporting Coinbase in court against the SEC and eventually getting a win. So the question I have for you is, do you think, and obviously the timeline here, we're talking months, we're talking years. So don't say, oh, I don't think it'll happen this summer. Nobody does, right? But do you think there will be a day where we see BlackRock come out and support Coinbase or Fidelity against the SEC? Because they know once they do, once Coinbase gets their clear regulation, the floodgates actually open and we can stop having this conversation, right? Yeah, I, I think that's very, it's a good question, Abs, and I think it's really possible. When you look at what everyone's naming in that application for the spot ETF, they're all naming that partnership with Coinbase. And so within that mechanism is an amicus brief itself, right? Like, so what they're looking for, the, the prior denials of the spot ETF were because they said that you need a regulated market that's sufficiently in size, right? Nobody knows what that means. But obviously they went with Coinbase, right? Because it's the biggest exchange that we have in the US and it's a publicly traded company. So it's the most regulated that we have, right? And so that's why all these guys have named it in their surveillance share kind of in that application. So in, in that itself, in that mechanism, that's like an amicus brief, right? So I, I, it's not a far jump to say that, you know, you could just write that up and say, hey, here's, a, here's an actual... Uh, like not use case, they did a use case in like in the XRP trial, but you know what I'm saying? Like that, that right there could be an amicus brief. So I believe that, yeah, that's very possible for them to come out in support. It just doesn't make any sense, right? Like these guys are naming them. You have BlackRock, the number one asset manager that has this partnership that's naming them um, in, in their application. And at the same time, the SEC is suing them because they're selling securities, right? And, and that's the conundrum right there is you can't, this is why this is going to drag on for a while. It would be kind of awkward if the SEC gives the BlackRock ETF approval that's based on Coinbase being that, that, that regulated um, industry or, or, or overseer of the industry when it's being sued by the SEC. It isn't considered regulated, even though they gave it approval to go public, apparently going public, doesn't have anything to do with being regulated on whatever they buy or sell, whatever the business model is. So this is where the SEC, this is why this is going to take some time. I don't think we're going to get it quickly. I almost, you almost have to wait for that SEC Coinbase issue to go away. Otherwise, how do they say, yeah, we approve this and Coinbase could be the overseer, but Coinbase isn't regulated. See what I'm saying? It's kind of weird right now. And it's almost impossible, right? To some degree, or it would be the most hypocritical thing. Now, let's be honest. We've seen a lot of hypocritical things happening. So it, it's possible it can happen. Um, and will it? That's that. If it is, well, then that's, of course, that's going to be the thing. It's, we're going to say, you're talking about how hypocritical this is. And if it doesn't happen, well, then this means we're probably going to wait six to nine months for it to get done. And then, oh, how interesting that'll be right around the time when the having comes. The SEC is basically set up however they want this to end, right? They can approve it or deny it. They, they have an argument for both, right? If you follow history and the pattern of, like, I think there's been 77 applications total related to crypto and spot ETFs or ETFs. History tells us that they're going to deny it, right? But when you see BlackRock come into the space and you see Larry Fink talking about digital gold and it's international money, how can they deny it, right? And then the argument that they use, they, they've approved futures ETFs. And the reason they say that it's okay is because it, that when they talk about a, a significant market that's regulated, they talk about the CME, right? The Chicago Mercantile Exchange, that's why they approved it. But what's crazy is what is the CME? 
it is an aggregate of all the prices of all the exchanges, right? Of Kraken, Coinbase, all of those, all of those prices make up the CME. So they're really talking Bongo. to both sides of their mouth. It's yeah. insane what is happening right now. Can you see the live stream? Look at the XRP price chart. And I'm coming to you for a specific reason as this is the daily candle, guys. And we are getting a live feed right now. XRP on the daily candle has pumped from 47 cents above the 54 cent mark that we talked about yesterday with Waters Above. What did Waters say, Johnny? He said if we get above 54 cents, he could see a very clear situation where we go from 54 to 83 cents in what he was calling a God candle. And I am excited for good reason here, guys, because we've got some amazing evidence to provide this morning. Two huge catalysts. Number one, XRP could soon be used in oil trade. But number two, it is hitting the mainstream. We are seeing the XRP Twitter bot added back to the platform. So it's really exciting. Gonzo, just give me some thoughts. I'm excited here. Yeah, dude. I mean, like you heard Waters talk about that God candle, like 54%. I, I think the the real big level to hit that, I think it's the 0.5 fib or it could be the 236 is at 60, 59 cents, about 60 cents. So definitely once we break above that, and the thing is we have to hold above it, right? Like we see this all the time where it rips up, but this is definitely good news. And, and I'm not surprised, right? When you see all the bullish news, it seems like price action is finally kind of like catching up, right? Johnny Crypto, I just got to ask you, first of all, we got 270 live listeners joining us. We are yet to go over the biggest news of today, guys. So show us some love. Smash that like button. The XRP price chart seems to know we have some big news to share. But Johnny, I did want to get your thoughts. Floor is yours. I guess they're tracking the Good Morning Crypto show. Like, okay, show me the chart. I'll show you the news. But, uh, you know, I think at the end of the day, you know, it's one of two things. It's, you know, we've, we've gotten a couple of these fake pump, fake head fakes, right? So don't get all happy and crazy yet. Or there is some, you know, somebody knows something about maybe the lawsuit ending. Maybe there's some, you know, maybe there's something happening there. Uh, because we know any now, anytime between now and September is when there's probably the highest probability that we're going to get a ruling. If we don't get it, then, then, then who knows when the hell it's happening. If it's after September, it could be a while. So this could be an indicator, right, that something's happening there. Or it's just another head fake like we had a couple of weeks ago. So we'll have to wait and see, Abs. Uh, we'll you can already see the candle. You can already see the candle wick, right? Like yeah, you saw it. You saw it get rejected. candle wick, and it comes right back down. What did it get right? rejected I, at? What was that, 56? Yeah. Around, what did we get rejected at last night? 56, 50, yeah. Like, and, 54 and, you know, or something like that? And yeah, just because yeah. we break I, above, like like Water said, Abs, we have to stay above. You have to actually go. Yeah, you have to hold. Or come back and retest, and then you'll get the godlike candle. So you know, one of the things I would that, say, Gonzo, and then we're gonna move on because we got some real news to cover here, guys. But we got 288 live listeners. Continue to smash that like button because we want as many people here as we can get. But Gonzo, what do you think when you look at the XRP price chart overall? Waters above broke it down. He said we got to get above 54, and then if we can break above 60, it's a clear road to 83 cents. Do you believe we need a catalyst to get there? Or could we see a random day like this, us pump from 54 to 60 to 83? What, what's on your mind? Well, I mean, we always say that, show me the chart and I'll tell you the news. So I think we're going to see the price action in the chart first. And then I think news will follow, right? And maybe it's the Saudi Arabia news that we're talking about or whatever. But I, I'm, I'm, I'm in agreement with, with Waters, right? Like that first level is 54. But the key level that really confirms the automatic rally is that 59 cent level. Once we break that and then we hold it, right? Because like what Johnny's saying is, is spot on. Like once you break it, you have to be able to hold it like a, on a, a, a like four hour candle, right? Daily candle, even better. But we need to kind of start to build that structure. And then basically we're flipping. It's, a, it's an SR flip, right? It's, it's, it's been resistance for all this time. 
we need to flip that as support and that's super bullish and then we you know keep on step absolutely gonzo and johnny crypto i know we got to move on but i'm so excited let's talk a little xlm xlm is apparently moving at the same time as xrp and for many of our listeners they may not understand why that's the case so i'm going to give a brief breakdown kick it straight to you and then we will get into our articles guys it's just an exciting morning here from the past, in the beginning of the inception of XRP, the founder of XLM was responsible. Jed McCaleb worked with David Schwartz and Chris Larson to help create XRP, but left in 2014. He was given a 9% settlement, which equaled 9 billion XRP tokens that he went on to dump on the open market from 2015 up until July of 2022. Now that that catalyst is gone, we're seeing continued connection between the currencies. And... um. Shit, I lost my train of thought, Johnny. Sorry. What was I? <laughs> we were talking about the connection between. What, what, was it because somebody say judge ruled? I was like reading that. Somebody say yeah. judge ruled. Are they just saying that, or is that fact? Yeah, that I, I, just saw, I just saw that this comment right here. The judge ruled on the lawsuit. I doubt that's the case, but we will figure it out, Johnny. Why don't you just explain the yeah. correlation between XRP and XLM? Why, when this token's pumping, does XLM seem to follow? And will that be the case when the lawsuit ends? If XRP gets a god candle, will XLM quickly follow? You know, that's a great question. We did see that uh, XLM kind of does play along. I and mean, don't forget, they're like sister companies, right? Same people, same guy developed both of them, kind of do a similar thing. And so maybe there's some ties between the fact that if one can go up, so can the other because they solve the same problem. That's usually kind of the way uh, these things do it. This would be interesting if the judge did rule on it, and that would make total sense as to why we should probably look in to see if there's any anything coming out there. Um, but, yeah, we'll be, bring, be bringing you breaking news. And especially if this thing goes above 60 or 70, then you probably definitely have breaking news. What is that, Abs? I can't see the number. That is the XLM price chart. And we went from about $0.09 cents to $0.10. Cents, so the candle's a little bit misleading. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But think about it. That's a 10% increase in the market cap. It is a decent number. But to me, it's kind of like one of those things, you know, I kind of say this all the time, like, like a high tide, you know, rises all all, all boats, you know, and, and they kind of feel like XL, XRP and XLM are kind of related to each other from that perspective. <laughs> yeah, I'm just so focused. Absolutely. We're, we're seeing multiple messages. So if you want, you want to do some research on the internet and maybe Johnny Dude, and I'm going to pull this up right now. A little bit. Multiple people are saying the judges ruled. So Gonzo and Johnny have a conversation. Yeah. I'm going to pull up the news. So, yeah. So, I mean, that'd be great. I mean, you know, what's great about this is like, and we've always said this is that we're, we're going to see who's right, right? Who's right. Who's wrong. If we're wrong, I'll apologize about price action. What we think it was going to go to, that's all going to play itself out. And that's just the way it is. Right. And so that's the great thing. I don't know. Somebody earlier was like really upset at me about, cause I promote Ethereum or something. I don't know what I did, but love you, bro. Whoever you are. Sorry. that hey, you gave me so much. <laughs> we love you, bro. We love you. Gonzo. I, know, I know. I just, Okay, so let me let me see what's happening. James uh, K. Philon just tweeted, and I'm going to run the cameras and, and uh, live chat as I always do, Johnny, so please stop clicking. James oh, K. Yeah. Phelan has just retweeted that the judge made a ruling, and that's what I'm going to pull up right now. So, Johnny, I'm going to ask you a question while I pull this up. If we do get a ruling from Judge Netburn in the middle of the summer, in the middle of a bear market, what are you anticipating? Buy the rumor, sell the news? Are we going to have a big pump and then a big dump? Or is this a moment where things really change? Because if we do get a ruling, we could see institutional adoption. Um, mm, this is a very, very, very tricky question. Abs, it's going to be very dependent on the ruling, what's said. Because the most important thing on this thing is the secondary sales. And I have a feeling she's not even going to touch that. I don't even think she's going there. And everybody's going to be disappointed in the end if we don't get anything there. So to me, it's going to come down to really breaking down 
what exactly this means. What what exactly, you know, so there's some comments here that it might only address a certain portion of the sales, not all the sales. I think there's a lot happening here. Um, if they this come in, this is what's tough. And I'm going to explain this really honestly to our listeners. When typically I get these reports or we see things like this, I've got about four hours or five hours before the show, but look at what I have to go through and read to give you guys some valuable information. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to scroll through on Twitter, see if anybody's actually read and summarized these documents. And then I'll bring that to our listeners. But what James K. Phelan has hundred percent confirmed guys, this is amazing. This is a historic day. I want everybody in the XRP community to take a moment and appreciate Forget about the price action that this lawsuit could finally be behind us. I can't emphasize that enough. And show us some love. 365 live listeners already here. Show us some love and smash that like button. This yeah, is, yeah, if this is true right here, this statement that, that it is not an investment contract, then there you go. That's huge. Out of, out of security. There it is. And out so what I can see briefly too, Johnny, is that secondary sales are not a security. That's a huge win. We got to huge win. We got to reach out to Jeremy Hogan and figure out exactly what's going on. And I promise we will do that. But you tell me, John. Tomorrow's show is going to be huge, bro, because we'll be able – it's going to take time to digest everything and read everything, yeah. guys. So I imagine tomorrow's show is going to be a really big show. Uh, what I'm but, do- yeah, man, congratulations. That, that, that's awesome, dude. Like, uh, but – Finally. You know, <laughs> yeah, finally. Right? Finally. You know what? Like, I, I think everybody's got, say, finally. everybody's got PTSD, bro, right? The price action has been so devastated and so crushed, right? That everyone's like happy, but like you're still waiting for that other shoe to drop, right? So we'll have to like go through everything and see how it goes. But again, like just like like um, like Abs was saying, you know, just be grateful and appreciative because it's been like a long road. And but what's funny is we'll see the sentiment. Well, now people will be like, "Oh, I wish I would have bought more," which is what we were kind of saying the whole time. Like this thing will end when it ends. In the meantime continue to accumulate, right? Whether it's your long-term bags or a short-term bags, because bottom line, this is awesome. And this is great, but price action does not go up forever. Just keep Abs that in mind. Really, like, Abs is really cool. It's like, I just, I just logged into my Merlin account. I just clicked daily gate and boom, my biggest gate is XRP. You can instantly see your biggest gate. How much John, up. So cool. I'm so excited about this guys. Cause let's talk about what's happening next. And we're going to play the Merlin ad Merlin 30 days, smartest way to track your crypto. You know, the deal we got 385 live listeners joining us, hit that like button, spread the news. Cause believe it or not, we were about to cover a groundbreaking story regardless about Saudi Arabia's connections to RippleNet. But this is what we're going to see going forward. Johnny top regulated exchange in Canada, just relisted XRP. This is just one of the major catalysts we're going to see from the currency. First of all, we could see a mass relisting event on, on exchanges like Coinbase, Uphold, not Uphold, sorry, Crypto.com, many of the exchanges in the U.S. The second thing we might see is institutions using XRP for on-demand liquidity. So you tell me, what major catalyst are you most excited about? Uh, I mean, you know, the lawsuit, <laughs> that's the biggest one. That that has to come off its back, right? That's always been the number one anchor for this. For this. Now, that possibly the monkey is off their back. Now we're talking about, you know, you say biggest catalyst. No, no question about lawsuit, right? So that's number one. Now, now with that being off, now it's just going to be, you know, the second biggest catalyst will be partnerships with big, either uh, well-known central banks, ones that kind of, you know, run the world. Or in, in more importantly, Abs, now seeing some adoption in the U.S., now that the you know we have not heard any real partnerships in the U.S. with and maybe they were happening behind the scenes, 
Okay, I know you're loving that big green candle. Maybe they were happening behind. I'll tell you what. I gotta. I gotta say this. I honestly thought we would have seen more price action movement before this time, and we were just seeing it all today, like an hour before. So this was kind of well kept. You know, this announcement that the judge was going to rule today was kind of kept well, well kept secret because I, normally you'll see some. Now I guess you could argue that the past two months we've seen you know go from thirty three to fifty. So maybe that was kind of the, the pre buy in. But now you're going to see all the FUD, I mean, not FUD, sorry, FOMO happening, and you'll see this thing pump up. But again, I've always thought, even after the ruling abs, we'd be somewhere between 80 cents and a dollar. And the fact that this bar isn't already up there tells me that that's probably all we're going to get to when we get there. Um, but I do think now, biggest catalyst, start looking for news and partnerships of them in the U.S. Who knows? Maybe they had a few in the background that they didn't want to announce. Maybe the company said, hey, keep everything under wraps. We don't want anybody knowing, especially the SEC, that we're working with you guys. But now that it's over, potentially, now you can start talking. So that's what I'm looking for. To me, that's the next big catalyst. Guys, I'm going to ask the live chat something right before I kick it in Gonzo here. We got 385 listeners. Smash that like button because we're still yet to get into the breaking news of today. Obviously, the lawsuit is over, so that's going to take center stage. But the Saudi Arabian connections to RippleNet, that could lead to some massive price action. But Gonzo, the question I have for you is we are at 58 cents. And what we talked about with Waters yesterday, if we get above 54, there's a clear road to 60. We're watching it happen, guys. Celebrate in the live chat. I want you to throw one in the live chat if you believe this is the moment where XRP really starts to explode. If you think that we're going to hit some resistance, put it put a two in the live chat. And we'll use that. If you think we're going to get over 80 cents, put a one. If you think we stay below 80 cents, put a two in the live chat. But Gonzo, the real question I had for you is if we get above 60 cents, what are you anticipating? And just what's on your mind? I'm excited. Uh, I'm expecting an automatic rally, right, in, in Wyckoff. And so that's where we're going to see once we could hold above that 60 cent level, it's going to rip up and then we get into the golden pocket. Right now, what I think we're going to get, what's going to hinder some things is like uh, people are saying uphold is down. So once they get that back up, we're still in, in these next like few hours and maybe in, in the next couple of days, you're going to see a lot of the speculation come in and push that price up, right? Because a lot of hype. And then when things start to settle, it's going to kind of come back down and then we're going to find a new floor, right? And then we're going to start to build structure from there and go. But um, yeah, because it was funny. There was a Canadian exchange. Yeah, you're right. They listed it. I was yesterday, right? Wasn't it yesterday or two days ago that a Canadian exchange started listing it? So what I want to see now is I want to see Coinbase's move, right? Is Coinbase going to now list it, right? How long is it going to take for Coinbase to list it? Or how long is it going to take for Kraken to list it? Um, no, because Uphold has always had it, right? And obviously they're crashed because they're one of the main exchanges that we, we access it. You could use XRP.com too. It's a decentralized uh, um, application that you can use to buy XRP. But th that's what I'm curious to see is how long is it going to take now for these other exchanges, the main ones, to now list XRP? I don't think it's gonna once once there's clarity, if it's very clear and this case is over, right? And we're not going to, you know, this one other option obviously is gonna get appealed poss possibly, right? I think I think what they're gonna wait to see is if the SEC appeals, which I think Hogan didn't think they would because they could lose their power. So if they end up not appealing it, I would think that you would see these exchanges adopt it pretty quickly. And not adopt, but I mean turn it back on again. Why would you not want to get because they know there's going to be a flood of people coming in. Why would you not want to be able to capture those sales? So I would think the exchanges like, you know, Binance and Binance US, I should say, 
and Coinbase will be pretty quick to turn them on, just as they were pretty quick to turn them off. That That's my guess. But I would imagine they're going to want to wait to see if there's an appeal or not and, and go from there. Let's talk about a little you know, hopium here. And uh, Gongzo, sorry, go ahead. No, I was, just, I was it's so funny that you said hopium because I was going to say the same thing. Not to give it uh, like a bunch of hopium, but if you now, let's say all of a sudden we have a switch in the sentiment of the SEC, you know, you had Congress that they're reintroducing those new bills, right? If you get a, a Bitcoin spot ETF that gets approved here in the next few weeks, and then now you have this happening, and then you get regulation that's coming in, we could see a shift in the cycles, right? The cycles keep playing out until they don't play out. So we still have to kind of monitor the situation and wait to see what happens. But if you get enough bullish news- Gonzo, we're at 63 cents. There it is. We just broke above that 60 so cent mark it. and that's why I jumped in, sorry. Right, so that's the automatic rally confirmed. Now we just have to see if uh, like on a one hour candle, we have to start holding it. Let's actually right. talk it's, some hope here, news. Gonzo. This is what I think our channel can provide that a lot of others won't. We're very, we are huge advocates of XRP. We literally talk about it almost every day on our channel. But one of the things that we like to provide our listeners with is realistic expectations because all of us went through the last bull market and didn't appreciate the gains when they came. When when XRP reached a dollar ninety in April of 2021, I was very naive. I was pretty much new to this market, only two years in. And what I thought was that was the beginning of adoption. And so I really don't want a lot of our listeners to fall for the same trick. If XRP begins to pump, and we do see a dollar forty, and we do see a dollar ninety, I'm not saying sell your XRP, but what I am saying is consider taking profit and create an exit plan and stick to it. It's very easy to talk yourself out of taking profits in this market. But anybody who's been here for a half decade, three, four years understands 90% of the money that will come in will leave on the back end. And I don't think this catalyst for XRP is anything different. Hunter commented something I can't say, but I agree with this, guys. I'm not saying take profit on your XRP. What I am saying is be grateful and be appreciative that even if these gains come, they can just as quickly dissipate on the back end. So Gonzo, kick it back to you for some thoughts. Yeah, you know, it just depends on what your investment thesis is and how you've set yourself up. There are some people that are hodlers that have bought and they, to be honest with you, they don't, they're happy that the, there's resolution, but they're looking at like $10 minimum, right? So they're going to hold and, that, and that's their investment thesis. If you have an investment thesis where like I have a bag that I'm going to pull profits on because I believe, and this is just what I believe, that once some of this hype goes away, we're going to find a new floor and that new floor is going to be lower, right? It could be 50 cents. It could be 70 cents, right? Whatever that floor is, it's going to be a new floor. And it's going to be different than whatever that peak's going to be. And if I can pull some profits, not on all of it, understand I have XRP that I have for the long term, right? But if I could pull profits that and then get right back in when we hit that floor, then I'm just adding more XRP, right? It's not to sell out of it and go buy a Lambo or whatever. It's to, it's to get back in, right? It's to take advantage of the volatility. That's just me. I'm more of kind of a trader. That's what I do. That's not for everybody. Nothing wrong with just buying and holding, but you're, you're right. But that is really just up to what your investment thesis is and what kind of trader you are, or are you a hodler? Figure that out and then do what's best for you. Cause you know, that, that's what I'm going to do. I'm gonna do what's best for me. And, and I'm going to pull some profits on the bag that I had packed that was meant for that. I'm not just going to watch it go up and down. And, but the whole point is going to go back in at the new floor because we are going to get a new floor. Nothing goes up forever, right? Nothing goes up forever. So we are going to come back down and then I'll get back in. 
You know what's crazy, Gonzo, is that we've talked about this moment for so long that even though the price is pumping and this is kind of sitting in right now, it doesn't feel real. So I'm excited for tomorrow's show. Anybody who's listening right now, we got 429 live listeners. Show us some love. Smash that like button. Tomorrow is going to be a very special episode because I'm going to spend about eight to 10 hours researching this news. And as you guys can see, Johnny Crypto, he had to jump off the live chat to take a little profit while these markets are pumping. And we're going to show you the application he's using. Here's the smartest way to track your crypto. Have you gotten wrecked in the crypto market space or watched your crypto portfolio go all the way up and then all the way down without taking profits? If so, it's probably because you didn't have an exit plan. The good news is that doesn't need to happen anymore thanks to a new and innovative crypto tracker called Merlin. It's the smartest way to track your crypto. Merlin brings all your coins into one place so you can see all your assets across the different exchanges on one screen. You can see your total portfolio value and more importantly, your daily gains, losses, and total since inception. Merlin puts the power back in your hands so you no longer have to guess what your portfolio is doing on a daily or monthly basis. Most importantly, Merlin lets you create an exit plan and sends you notifications when your targets are reached so you no longer have to get wrecked in the marketplace. Go to MerlinCrypto.com, that's MerlinCrypto.com, and sign up for our free 30-day trial and get on the wait list so you can receive an email when the product is launched. Don't miss out on this new and innovative app, Merlin. It's the smartest way to track your crypto. And it's moments like these when it's important to have an exit plan. We got a really great comment from one of our listeners last week. They said, you always talk about an exit plan, but you never tell us what it is. What an exit plan is, is when you create price targets that you are going to sell your crypto at. And a great place to do that is with our application. So go sign up down below. 30 days, absolutely free. Try out our Merlin product and give us some feedback. Hey, Abs, check this out. So Mario just sent me a note uh, because he's, you know, he's playing with Merlin. And so Merlin, what it does, which is really cool, is when when a, when it, when your crypto that you own goes up or down a certain amount, we send you a notification. So he just got a notification telling him his XRP is pumping. He's like, oh my god, I wouldn't have known if it wasn't for Merlin. So that's the kind of stuff that I think our users have the thing to look forward to is getting that notification of those kinds of things. And by the way, I wasn't selling my crypto. I was actually reaching out to John Deaton to see if we can get him live on the show. I'm waiting for a response, guys, so we will see. I don't know if he's going to come. He's probably getting hammered from everybody, but let's see what happens. It'd be awesome if we could get him out here, even for a few All right, and Johnny, we got to give Gonzo a chance to say goodbye. I want to say thank you for making time for us this morning, Gonzo. This was really special. Give us some closing remarks here. I, I don't want to hear something that I would say or something that we've talked about. What do you think? What's really on your mind when it comes to this lawsuit being over? Is this the beginning of the end when it comes to, I guess, adoption in the United States? We've seen the SEC push companies overseas. Could this be the moment where companies are now excited to come into the U.S.? Yeah, you know, I, I'm just what's on my mind is that I'm really happy for people. And, it, you know, it's been a long time coming. But to take it into an overall, there was a historian that I saw that I was talking that's now into blockchain. And he talked about the Renaissance and he talked about that there was two technologies that kind of pushed the renaissance, right? It was um, the invention with the Medici's invented, which was double entry accounting, and then the printing press. And he basically correlated to what we're seeing now. And we're living that, right? You have the internet, which is moving information at the speed of light. And now what we have is blockchain. And regardless of what blockchain you believe in, like we're believers in XRP, but that's gonna, lead, that's gonna move money at the speed of light. So we have those same two technologies that we had that fueled the renaissance, that I, it really clicked in my mind that we're seeing that right now. And so just very grateful that we're living that, that we have the internet and now we have blockchain. And these two things are going to combine along with AI and all these other things. And, um, and just 
excel things for us and give us opportunities that um, that we wouldn't normally have. So it's a great time to be alive. And um, I will see you guys tomorrow. Love you guys. Bye. We love you, Gonzo. And I'm excited to deep dive all this info. Have a great day. And shout out to your granddaughter. For anybody who doesn't know, Gonzo just became a grandfather. He's very excited about that. But guys, we got 419 live listeners here. Show us some love. Smash that like button. And Johnny, we've talked about the XRP price chart for a little while now. But one of the things I think is very clear is people knew this before it ended. A top regulated Canadian exchange added XRP last night. Bybit or Bitbuy, a top Canadian platform, just quietly relisted XRP last night, making it the second exchange to reintroduce support for the asset after initially delisting it. This is the beginning of the exciting news we can talk about. One of the things we can debate is our institutions going to use XRP? Maybe yes, maybe no. Here's something that's going to happen for sure. All of these exchanges are going to try to profit off of this news. And I think that's what we're witnessing here. So before we get into our Saudi Arabian article, Johnny, do you think this is the moment that we see Coinbase and Crypto.com begin to delist or relist XRP? I mean, you know, I would, it depends on their risk level, whether they think there's going to be an appeal. I would imagine that these guys, they were pretty quick to delist it. Uh, I, I wonder if they're going to be as quick to relist it. The thing is, you got to remember, the SEC is already, uh, Coinbase is already under attack by the SEC. And, you know, now granted, if the ruling is solid and, and you know, I think, again, it's going to come down to what the ruling is and how they interpret it. But I would think Coinbase would want to relist it pretty quickly. I, I'm sure they both do. Just have to remember, they're both under attack by the SEC. Which Keep is in shame. mind, these exchanges make money when people buy XRP. So if there's a huge catalyst where they think people like us are going to come in and purchase the currency, it basically means there's a lot of money to be made for the exchanges. And that's why I think we're going to see this additional incentive for them to relist it. Yeah. Oh, there's no question. I mean, there's no question the incentive there is to relist it. And to me, I would think they're going to. Um, but to me, I, I think, you know, I, we haven't. The, the thing is, like, this just happened and we had none of us have had a chance to dive in and see what's going on. Like, is this case over? Is it, I don't know what the ruling is. Is, is it going to be, you know, some portion of it's done, but some of it isn't. I'd like to have more information before. I, but if this case is finally over, done, sealed, and there's no, then yes, they'll relist it, I think, pretty quickly. Abs. We'll have to, because uphold right now, <laughs> the judge just broke uphold because everybody and their mother is trying to sell it and their servers probably can't handle all the volume that's coming, which is another reason why if Coinbase had it listed right now or Binance, they would be capitalizing on that as well. Buy the rumor, sell the news, Johnny. Is this a moment where people begin selling the news? You tell me right now. Give me short answer, yes or no. Oh, man. Uh, you know, it might be one of those things where you may let this play out for a few days and see how far this thing can run up uh, before you dump it. But I've always said that I told you, and go back and watch the tapes, that once the ruling came out, if it was over and in their favor, that we would elevate to the next level platform. You know, and I've always said that I thought we'd go to somewhere like 80 cents to a dollar to a dollar 20. And once all that hype is done over, we'd settle back down to where we were pre-lawsuit in the 70 to 80 cent range. And we would probably just hover in that area until the next bull run comes or until some serious catalytic news comes out that, that you know, like, hey, the U.S. is going to use XRP, right? So to me, yeah, Twitter's going to start blowing. Everything's going to start blowing up. There's going to be a ton of momentum. The question is, how high do we go, Abs? This is what we're finally going to see. I've been saying, you know, 80 cents to a dollar. I've always thought maybe a dollar 20 max is there, you know, that range. So hopefully I'm wrong. I pray I'm wrong. 
Um, but uh, no, I didn't say it wouldn't go over a dollar. I thought it would be around a dollar, 80 cents to a dollar, 120 max is what I kind of always thought. So we'll have to wait and see apps. We'll see where it goes. Look at Nicholas. Welcome to the party, my friend. He's asking what happened. We just got a ruling in the XRP nothing, lawsuit. Nothing big, nothing big, apps. Nothing happened today. Nothing big, just a regular day for the community. Yeah, here, guys. Move on. There's nothing big happening today. But Johnny, let me just talk about this news and I'm going to get your opinion on it. As one of our friends, Eleanor Tourette, a Fox business reporter, has, has covered the breaking news. And here's what our listeners should understand. Judge Torres has said Ripple's programmatic sales other distributions and Larson's and Garlinghouse sales of XRP do not constitute investment contracts. More documents and details to come. That in and of itself is a reason to smash that like button, guys. Let as many people hear about this news as possible because what's going to happen right now is the sentiment is about to shift. Last week we saw when they launched a Bitcoin ETF, Jay Clayton went on CNBC. There was a massive media campaign promoting Bitcoin. We could see the exact same thing with XRP, guys. Wouldn't surprise me at all if Jay Clayton, well, maybe not Jay Clayton because he filed the lawsuit, but former SEC commissioners and massive hedge funds around the world start supporting XRP and stating this is the beginning of the end when it comes to traditional finance. Johnny, it kills me when you type when we write because I don't know whether to ask you a question, but please take the floor. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to get somebody on here. So we'll see if we can get some surprise guests. But yeah, you know, it is totally, totally, I wish we had a few more folks so I could go and work on this and get somebody on here. I know, I, I agree. <laughs> Fortunately, tried, we're trying to do all this live. This is the first time it's happened. Historic moment, guys. Except everybody's asking what's going on. The reality is, guys, we finally have the judge made a ruling. We're trying to figure out exactly what was done because we're on the air. So we didn't get a chance to read all the documents. But it is certainly a defining moment, Abs. You keep asking, yes, it is a defining moment historic moment because as we've said all along this may now give clarity to one of the few cryptocurrencies that you know everybody's got excitement around while the rest of the world is trying to figure out what's going on ripple's gonna be like all right man xrp's like yeah that monkey's off my back gotta go so uh but but you know what's gonna happen is i just want to caution everybody to remember the devil is always in the details this just came out. Now we kind of need to see over the next two, three days, Abs, what's going to happen is all the attorneys will hop in. They'll tell us the real details, what it means, what it doesn't mean. And that's when we're going to be able to have better discussions. We're speculating right now because we haven't even had a chance. To yeah, maybe we do need an evening show tonight <laughs> or weekend show. But that's the problem, Abs, is I think we just need to see what the details are. Well, let me oh, ask you that. Oh my God, look at that tail. How how high did we get before we got rejected on that? We got to about 56 cents on the price chart. And you know what, Johnny? I think I should go over our Saudi Arabian news because this is some really important stuff I'd love to cover for our listeners. Guys, I get it. The XRP lawsuit's over, but until we can get a specialist on the program, we're not going to be able to provide any additional information. So Johnny Crypto, reach out to somebody right now while I read through this. Perfect. While I read through this article for our listeners. This is a very old article. So this is from 2018, and I'm going to break down the connections and how this applies to XRP today. Saudi Arabia's central bank signs a blockchain deal with Ripple. In this agreement, Saudi Arabia's central bank had signed a deal with Ripple to help banks in the kingdom settle payments using blockchain software. The pilot program was the first of its kind to be launched by central banks, allowing banks in Saudi Arabia to use Ripple software to instantly settle payments sent into and out of their country. This will allow Saudi Arabian banks to make faster, cheaper, and more transparent cross-border transactions, and they've been at the forefront when it comes to exploring digital currencies. Saudi Arabia's central bank is working with the United Arab Emirates central bank to issue a digital currency that would be accepted for cross-border transactions. Earlier this week, 
The regulator said that Abu Dhabi's international financial sector might create rules for exchanges handling virtual currencies. This is back in 2018, but what was circulating on Twitter yesterday was that the Saab goes live with instant U.S. dollar payments for corporations using Ripple's technology. Over There are trillions in dollars settled every single day when it comes to oil trade, and this is a market that the XRP community never discusses, so we're going to break it down right now. The Saudi British bank has launched its instant cross-border payment transfer service for the U.S. corridor through the blockchain payment technical solution powered by Ripple. Ripple's powered solution continues to be part of the SABB's strategic aim toward digital transformation. Over the past few years, Ripple has built the first in market solutions, leveraging blockchain technology to revolutionize cross-border payments. We're excited to bring this market in partnership with Saab and continue on our longstanding partnership to benefit corporations and customers in this region. We're talking about the lawsuit. Think about this, guys. For the first time ever, not only is the lawsuit over, but banks around the world have regulation to start using crypto. We covered it last week. The Bank of England is officially ISO compliant, and they can start using cryptocurrencies for settlement. We got the same thing coming out of Saudi Arabia here, Johnny. And when we talk about catalysts for the currency, use cases are at the forefront. So let's cover this briefly and get back into the lawsuit. Yeah. So, you know, obviously, I think we had mentioned this the other day that there was some news here happening in a couple other countries and now Saudi Arabia as well. But to me, the big news really here, Abs, is going to be when we start hearing partnerships in the U.S. To me, I can't help it. That's what I'm going to be excited about. That's what I'm looking for. That is going to set this thing on a, on a whole new trajectory when you start hearing companies in the U.S. You know, Bank of America, let's see what Bank of America now that, you know, this is we've always been saying Bank of America has been a close partner with Ripple. Well, now we're going to see, you know, there's nothing, no reason why they can't start maybe, you know, showing or talking a little bit more about that. So I, I do believe that this is going to be all these catalysts. Now, think about it. They've been spending the last two and a half years working and planting the seeds of their technology around the rest of the world. Now they can also start doing that in the U.S. And I think that's going to be a major, major catalyst for this as we start looking at, you know, you know obviously Saudi you know, Saudi banks. And I think we also have a huge news on, you know, what you talked about uh, paying in oil, right? So this is going to be the oil payments. So that's going to be big because, you know, oil is like the next, you know, you call it, they call it like black gold, right? You're, so you've got gold and then you've got oil. Those are two huge, huge, huge dollar amounts of stuff being used for. Man, imagine all the transactions or a good chunk of them happening in XRP apps, that would be very, very interesting. Very, very interesting. Let's talk about this aspect of it, guys. And there's so much going on. We got 475 live listeners here. Veteran Crypto commented something very important, and this is probably directed at me. Stay unemotional. Don't forget to take some profit in case it retraces. I completely agree, guys. And I just saw we got a very special guest joining us right now. There he is. There he is, there he is Coach JV, baby. There he Coach is. Open floor. What's on your mind? Uh, is this real? Is this yes. real? Is this yes. fucking? Oh my god, dude! December twentieth, two thousand twenty. I was sitting in a hotel and I started getting hundreds of text messages, emails. JV, XRP. What the fuck? I said, I'm holding on like a fucking tick yes, on a dog. You did. Diamond hand. Hold the line. Don't trip. Buy the dip. Directly divine. Guided by God, man. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you guys, this is like, I'm shaking right now. I'm literally shaking because there was naysayers, there was mockers, there was judges, and there was believers. And we've been trying to direct people in the right direction for a very, very long time. 
This group of people has stood strong, stood in their faith, never took money from any cryptocurrency company. We stayed focused on consciousness, love, and frequency. And congratulations to the XRP community. I don't even know what to say right now. I'm, I'm literally shaking, man. I'm shaking. And not because it's not about the fucking money, guys. It's not about the money. It's about truth. It's about standing up in what you believe in. It's about not giving in to the naysayers and staying strong in something you believe. Even if it went to zero and it was deemed a security, I'd be still coming on here proud and saying, you know what? We believed. And this is about faith. It's about belief systems. And it's about standing up for what you believe in. And this is about community. And I just, you can't make this shit up. If you go watch my TikTok video that I did this morning, it, it, it's fully in alignment. Like this is, God is good. That's all I'm going to say, man. I love you guys, man. I love you guys. I, I got to give guys... one more thought because you're the person who showed me XRP. So first of all, you're the reason I started on this whole journey. I was a Bitcoin maximalist before I met Coach JV, believe it or not, guys. But I do want to just get your thoughts. We've talked about this date for so long. It doesn't feel real right now. What are you anticipating here? What's the next move for the XRP community? All we do is talk about this lawsuit. But this thing's behind us. What should the community focus on from this point forward? If you need to focus on becoming an intelligent investor, this is what I've been trying to train people for the last four years, guys. Last four years is take cryptocurrency out of the equation. This is going to be a life-changing transformation. But the fact is most people are going to end up broke. Because now the greed gene comes in. Now you have to rewire the foundation to create a new situation. I've been trying to preach this on every single video. That's why 85% of lottery winners go broke. Most pro athletes, they run into money, go broke because they don't rewire the foundation. Yes, we're all going to experience this massive amount of wealth. What this is, this is a win in humanity. Mm. This, is, this is showing you there's cracks in the system now. And it's not against any evil force or any evil enemy. This is about you taking massive action for your family now. So what, what to expect is we're going to start to see. I just did all these videos this week on it, on the BIS regulation coming in at the end of 2020. First, they resist it. Then they sue it. Then they regulate it. Then they join it. All the sayings we've been talking about. Problem, reaction, solution. The person who creates a problem creates reaction in the people. And then there's a group of warriors that hold on for two years, three years. Diamond hands hold the line. Now, this is the beginning of the end. Okay. Now, what I mean by this is this is your moment right now to take a deep breath and get your shit together. Seriously, everybody. There's a transformation in human consciousness right now. This isn't even just about finances. Politically, spiritually, there's movies being released that are releasing you know, information to people that they've never experienced before. And there's a radical transformation happening. So I'm, just, I'm still, is this real? Is this real right now? It's 100% like, real. But coach, <laughs> people, are sending, people are sending it to me and I'm like, I have to verify it. Before I do a TikTok, I have to verify you know, it. Coach, we were live on the air and all of a sudden, Ab, show the chart. We see this big green candle like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, there it is right there. Look at that. We're like, something must be going on. And then we started seeing in the chat the news coming in, you know, news hitting the lines everywhere that not only did the judge rule in the favor, but supposedly the secondary sales, which is what everybody was concerned about, yep. are not a security. Now, we haven't had a chance to dive into it and go through it because we've been live on the air. So we're just, we're getting all the feeds, but I want to give you credit to this coach. I remember the day I was, had just joined the Academy about a month. I remember the day where the lawsuit came out and I remember you put out a special emergency video. I'm sure it's still out there and everybody was panicking. Everybody (laughs) was sitting there, you know, bashing on you. Right. And I'd never forget, man, you had the strongest conviction and you said, guys, I'll tell you what, I'm hanging on like a tick on a dog. 
And at that very moment, I said, you know what? This this man has knows something. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. The conviction was there. And that was the day I loaded up on XRP. So I want to say thank you for it. Yeah. It, you know, it, I want to, it goes back to you. I'm going to start crying, man. And it's not because of it's XRP. Let the tears it's, out. Like, it, it's about like belief systems, man. It's about friendship. It's about community. And it's about... This is about freedom, man. This isn't about XRP. It's about a group of people who really stood up for something they believed in and stood strong. Shout out to John Deaton, Jeremy Hogan, um, uh, Eleanor Tourette, you know, all these people who, you know, she stayed strong, man. And I know there's some other newscasters that kind of went off astray, you know, and there's like she stayed strong and there's a lot of people. And, and congratulations to everybody in crypto, man. But I just did a video. I can't make this shit up. You have to watch the video I did this morning on TikTok. I said, we're about to get regulation. And a bunch of crypto. So I said XRP, when they deem XRP as security, I said, or non-security, guess what? A bunch of these crypto cryptos are going to get wrecked. Because now, what now? Okay, so let me calm down and, and answer your question, Ab. So here, where are we heading into now? So now that we know that XRP is a currency and not a security, now we know what a security is, okay? And all these cryptos that a lot of these influencers created, a lot of these things are illegal securities based on Arizona, or Arizona, American law, right? So now you're going to see the destruction of cryptocurrency. A lot of the cryptocurrency, you know, influencers, cryptocurrencies you believe in, you now have a illegal securities contract and they're going to come smashing down on these people. That's why we told people don't be married or emotional to these cryptos. Understand the book Intelligent Investor right here. Understand real world solves. You know, don't get caught up in the tribalism. You know, we've always been supportive of Bitcoin. Everybody, everybody in the ecosystem. So this is it, man. Now, now it's off to the races. Um, you're going to see a lot of regulations start coming out. A lot of clarity. This is going to make the SEC look really crazy. You're also going to see a lot of distractions too. Um, I believe something crazy and traumatic is going to traumatic. Is that the right word? Uh, a shocking is probably going to happen in August. Um, which will be interesting. And so I was just told on, I was just told something and I, I won't, I'm being coached by somebody and they said, July 17th, 2023, JV, your life will never be the same. Mm. Holy that was, shit. That's, that's, I, that's I, I, on that date, right? Absolutely. Monday, he said, Monday, July 17th, after that, your life will never be the same. And then all of a sudden this came up and our, our, our conferences this weekend. <laughs> Can you imagine this conference this weekend? <laughs> oh, oh, coach, you Whoa. know what? It's, I, I want to give Mario a chance to introduce himself. Mario, first of all, how you feeling, my friend? I see you jumped on because of the news. We couldn't get you here on time, but I do appreciate you being here. No, man, I, I appreciate it. Like, good morning, everybody. Well, afternoon. I'm super excited. I mean, I was supposed to be on the show this morning, so I apologize. I had to cancel last minute. And I just wrapped up with what I was doing. And I want to say, Merlin is what it alerted me that XRP was, like, on a rampage. Like, I'm in this meeting. All of a sudden, I get an email from Merlin, and I'm like, XRP is at 55 cents. And I'm like, why? Is this real? Or is we're beta, test, beta testing Merlin? So I thought it was a bug from Merlin. I'm like, wait, it's no bug. I go on Twitter and I start seeing all these tweets and I'm like, oh my gosh, is this really happening? So the yeah, smartest way to track your crypto, baby. <laughs> so, so crazy. Dude. Johnny Crypto, I've never heard you be this quiet. They're talking about your baby here. You got any comments? I'm trying to pull up a screenshot of it. That's why I'm so quiet. <laughs> I'm trying to pull up. Uh, no, I mean it's, it's just it's just it's it's just amazing. It, it's almost it's almost left me speechless because we've been waiting almost three freaking years, two and a half years, for this very moment, Abs, and and it's here, and it's like so surreal. Like, oh my god, you know, it, it, it is going to set a whole new precedent. But the conviction that we've had throughout this whole thing. 
and to be able to stay strong while you know everybody was bashing it and saying this and saying that. The reality is we've always said consistently on this show that we felt there was a strong case in Ripple's favor. And now that this is ruled, they have the clarity. The rest of the industry is in a lot of trouble. Yes. But like Ripple's going to rock and roll. And, and we've been saying, Abs, what I'm saying, we have to get the monkey off its back. The monkey today, and now we don't have the details of the ruling, so we got to be a little, I want to press a little bit. But if the rulings, and we see that it true, secondary sales is not a security, the monkey is off their back. And baby, we're going to finally start to see this technology and, hopefully get adopted in the U.S. that's going to change the world. And here's the thing. I was reading on Twitter just before jumping on. So this is not this is not the end of the lawsuit. This is just a ruling on summary judgment. So we, right. uh, my understanding is that it's, it is still going to go to trial. But the good news is ju- the judges made, made her decision. She's ruled that uh, sales of XRP in all forms were not considered security. So Brad Garlinghouse and... And, and, and the other guys being sued, they're out of the woods. The, um, the other sales and exchanges, they're not considered securities. So this is actually a huge win for the entire crypto space, not just XRP. Been so Mario, can, I ask, can I ask you a question, yeah. Mario? So I didn't mean to interrupt you. Like I'm, I'm okay. so, so I want to make sure I'm clear on this because like that's why I paused for a moment before I went on TikTok and said, I called Jackie. I'm like, Jackie, what's going on? I saw your, your post. So so what, what does this mean? Like a lot of people are asking, like, let's pause for a moment. So with Judge Torres saying XRP is not a security, so when it it still can go to the you said still can go somewhere else, can it be deemed a security? It's done. No, she is. So my understanding is, and I I could be wrong, but I I was doing my best to try and get as much information as I could, and what I understood was that she made a ruling on summary judgments, basically saying that XRP is not a security in what in in the in the way that uh, the SEC was accusing them. So on uh, secondary sales, on Ripple, the way they were selling XRP, Brad Garlinghouse, and and the other guys. So it is still going to go to trial, and that's something that I read. Is It is still going to go to trial, but she's basically made her decision. So I am still waiting to find out more information. What this means, I think that's a great question. That's what everybody's kind of waiting for. And I, I, I see that uh, Abs has got pulled, a tweet pulled up by Broad Garlinghouse. Like, we need to wait for these guys to come out and really give us some clarity on what this means in the grand scheme of things. Absolutely. And I'm going to read a couple lines here and kick it right to you, Coach JV. Brad Garlinghouse just tweeted out earlier this morning, we said in December of 2020 that we were on the right side of the law and will be on the right side of history. Thank you to everyone who has helped us get to today's decision. That one is for all of crypto innovation in the United States. More to come. Not only is that exciting, Coach JV, but here's a couple more details about the the actual ruling in and of itself. Institutional sales accounted for about $728 million were considered unregistered securities. Programmatic sales accounted for about $750 million, as well as $609 million of other sales. Those were all considered not to be securities. So we got about $1.1 billion of not secure transactions and about a billion dollars of what they're considering securities. This reminds me of XRP Las Vegas, Coach JV. Remember when John Deaton and uh, Jeremy Hogan were on stage, they said the most likely scenario is a splitting of the baby. And that's what I think we're seeing right here. I know it's probably not the best analogy, but yeah. that's what they use. So what are your thoughts, Coach? Yeah, 100%. Yep, you're going to see the splitting of the baby. And it's like now now it's off to the races. So XRP is like, you know, Ripple's like, we're good. We're going to keep moving on. You're going to see 
XRP. Now you're going to see a lot of institutions now start adopting Ripple's technology. Yeah, I, I worked in banking, CBA executive banking school. You're not going to move into a company if they're being sued. You're just not. Right. And another thing to think about, too, I'll take it from a banking perspective. So all these mid-sized banks are in a very dangerous position right now. So the large banks are working to monopolize them because of the liquidity crisis. So we can now see a systematic change within the banking system because now that there's clarity with a company like Ripple, their cloud system, they can get them up and running within two weeks, man, two to three weeks with these clouds. I'm not saying they're all going to use Ripple, but it gives them the green light to start using these technologies. And when they start using these technologies, they may use XRP as their bridge currency, right? There's going to be tons of demand, tons of liquidity coming through. But again, like Johnny was saying, like, we have to keep going back to that XRP is the first crypto with clarity. You'd say probably Bitcoin with the CFTC. They say it's a commodity, right? So you got Bitcoin and XRP are the only two with clarity. I mean, think about that for just a moment. And we but knew. It, it, like, um, one of our listeners commented something that you just broke down perfectly. They said they work at a bank and last week they their bank integrated RippleNet behind the scenes. Now, obviously, it's the listener, so we couldn't validate the news. But you just broke it down. That's exactly what is most likely to happen when a lawsuit gets to resolution. And this is the thing, too. Like everybody keeps talking about these switches that are going to be flipped. These it's been, guys, this is systematic. We, you know, we went from from inter, from going to a bank to enter. This is my post this morning on TikTok. It was like I was we're, we went from interbanking to online banking to this is just a transition in a financial system. But when you're transitioning like this, you're in and you're in a, a, a horrible position as a bank, right? Or liquidity crisis. They were, they were walking on a tightrope, man. So now the, now we're off to the races. Now, now we're off to the races. It's like, and then that Gildebrand thing came out yesterday, their clarity around crypto regulation. It's like, it's all systematic. It's not a switch. This switch has been flipped a long time ago, guys. Problem, reaction, solution. So is this, is this a fair connection here, coach? Obviously, FedNow is supposed to be going live at the end of this month. We got a ruling just mm. days before they go live. We've done a little bit of research. We found yeah. there are three banks compliant with FedNow that also use RippleNet. Mm. Are you surprised that the, the lawsuit ended before the RippleNet launch? And is there any connection there? I don't think so. I think a lot of people are trying to connect FedNow. FedNow is just a, it's just a on demand. It, uh, it's just real time payments. That's RTP. RTP is pretty typical. It's not like RTP is not. I think a lot of people are bringing the two together because Volante. I think there's a connection with Volante, right? Um, just, just think of RTP. Look up RTP. I did a video on this a couple days ago. My brain is just like going crazy right now. And I, I, I there was a, the lady from that came from fed and she was with fed now services. And she explained it's, it's, they only have 300 banks on there. They, they only have 300 banks working with them. So they're like, shit, we're really? going to launch this. They're trying wow. to convince banks to get on board. And so that that's a good thing because that means companies like ripple R three, all these different companies, JPM coin. Like the way I look at it is you have an Apple phone, you have Samsung phones, right? You have Samsung users, you have Apple users, you have, it, it's not going to be like, everybody's going to these, this tribalism of everybody saying, Oh, everybody's going to use XRP. Every bank is going to use XRP. I don't think it's going to work that way. I think everybody's going to have their own systems. And then you're going to have, unfortunately, like Johnny says, like the central bank digital currency is going to be there. The America's superpower is going to lose its dominance in its currency. We're going to have a bag of currencies. It's going to be an even playing field, an even monetary system, supposedly. You'll always have some sort of dominant forces and powers, but the money will move evenly through the system. And then basically it's it's kind of like a free for all. It's like, all right, so everybody can jump into the, it's It's the greatest time, in my opinion, the greatest time in human history for you to build wealth. Because you're, you're taking people who didn't have access to a monetary system and putting them in the game now. You're going to have someone in South Africa that makes baskets that can actually get up on an app and start selling their baskets when they had to wait for a tourist to come to their town. Like the whole game just switched, man. Just switched. But, but 
the 99 percent is always going to be the 99 percent, right the one percent will always funnel the money up so yeah i don't think fed now i don't think there's i think there's a connection in the fact that the system is changing 100 fed now is launching this case just settled i don't think that's by chance that it took this long for it to settle i think there was something behind the scenes there america's really far behind in innovation so they're technology neutral, right? Technology neutral. <laughs> the other thing we learned is Brad Garlinghouse is a man of his word, coach. Remember, he said weeks, not months. That was seven weeks ago, guys. We barely made the timeline. I don't know if we had some indication behind the scenes, but we don't believe in coincidences, just unrecognized patterns. But we got 650 live listeners here. Show us some love. Smash that like button. I want to say congratulations to everybody who held on like a tick on a dog. This could be the moment where we finally get validation from some of the largest businesses on the planet. And coach, this was the thumbnail title. We didn't know about the lawsuit yesterday. So this is what we were going to talk about. Obviously, we're not going to dive into the details here. But just last night, users could now send and receive XRP via Twitter as the XRP tip bot now went live. Now, this is what Mentelec's saying. We're in a simulation because coach, this wasn't approved by Elon Musk. This was just approved by an XRP developer. And then Twitter happened to approve it the same day as the lawsuit. We live in a simulation. I fully believe it, but I want to get some of your thoughts. We'll go to the rest of the group. Yeah, well, if you want to dive in the simulation, we can. But <laughs> I, 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 there's some massive patterns happening within uh, whatever you want to call it, biblical, you know, human consciousness. There's some massive patterns happening right now, man. And, and if you can't recognize the patterns, I don't know what to tell you. But, you know, I'm really obsessed with Ray Dalio. I don't think like anything... I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, Abs and I have had deep discussions around this. I, you know, is this an inside out effect? And, you know, think about this. There's 645 people on this. There's a lot of people paying attention to this, but very few people paying attention to this. Let's, let's be realistic, right? So maybe there's 3 million crypto people all excited about this and the rest of the world's asleep. So like yeah. this is really exciting within our paradigm. And most people, I, I guarantee if I went and knocked on every neighbor in my, my neighborhood here and I asked them, hey, guys, you hear about the XRP? What the hell are you talking about? Right. Because this is our paradigm that we created. This is the reality that we live in, that we manifested. Right. So it's exciting for us. So it's really it's really a cool moment in time right now. It's like it's it's what you pay attention to. You pay for it, man. So is that Kraken? Yeah. Kraken just tweeted this. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, uh, good. The real question is, when's Kraken going to start relisting? That's really yeah. what we want to see. It's going to be relisting time now, or certainly soon. I think you know we're going to start to see. I mean, we know what that one Canadian uh, exchange just relisted, and now the real question, coach, is how soon before we start to see Binance and uh, Coinbase and Kraken relist? Although we know both Coinbase and Kraken are under fire from the SEC right now with a lawsuit, True. but True. we are still so we're wondering: are they going to wait for an appeal or wait to see how this thing plays out? Or Mario, we weren't even sure, you know, is this the end of the ruling or is there more to come? If this case isn't over yet, then abs, maybe maybe they won't adopt just yet. I think they're going to want to wait to make sure uh, there's a good ruling um, before they before they do that. But I guess time will tell. Absolutely, guys. And Jackie, I'd love to get some thoughts from you. I know we haven't had a chance. First of all, I want to say hello. Thank you for jumping on the stream. Is there any new information you can provide in regards to the lawsuit that we haven't covered? Um, honestly, Abs, I've been trying to, I found one article, um, posted and I've been trying to find anything about like official documentation. So that's what I've been doing on the back end. I sent a couple things in our, in our team chat that I don't know if you guys saw, but I've been, I've been trying to read through that, honestly, like skim through that while we've been here live. So nothing, I haven't gotten through it. There's a few pages. So 
I can't add much, but um, it's it's new information, and so we're all kind of trying to like you know dig it up and and find things. So that's what I've been doing on the back end. If you guys see me looking down and looking around, Thank yeah, you, I think all of us like I'm look. I can't stop looking at my phone. I'm reading what you sent to me, Jack. I'm reading the document yeah. right now. It's not a security, guys. She deemed it not a security. I mean, there's Abs. It's, it's in the chat if you want to pull that up. up right there. You yeah, guys see screenshot. I do want to get some thoughts, guys. So now, let's say. For anybody who doesn't have an in-depth, I guess, background when it comes to crypto, what does that mean, Coach? It's not a security. What's next? What does that actually mean for the community? Yeah, one hundred percent. It's it's the breakdown that uh, Loomis uh, they were talking about this morning. So you're gonna you're gonna have a commodity, you're gonna have a security, and you're gonna have a currency, right? So now we know XRP is a currency. Now that tells so that gives them framework to say now what is a security? So a security basically is let's make it really simple. So if I own stocks stock of Apple, I own a share in Apple. I own equity, not equity, but I own a share in Apple. I have a securities contract with Apple, right? So if your favorite influencer created a cryptocurrency and you are relying on that crypto, that influencer, that company to gain you profit from that, a direct profit, right? There's no separation, then that is a security. So now what's going to happen is these ones that are deemed currencies are going to continue to operate as they are. And then they're going to start going after all these ones that are deemed securities. You're going to see a lot of lawsuits, a lot of, uh, you know, illegal, you know, call them, there'll be illegal contracts. I don't you're going to see a lot of crypto uh, cryptocurrencies collapse. Uh, they're going to be illegal, right? Illegal securities. So that's how they're going to that's that's a destruction. We've been talking about this, though. We've been open with people about this. That's going to be the destruction of crypto because a lot of people who believed and I, I believe in you guys, you see, you know, I believe in financial sovereignty, man. I, I left the banking system, but I also am not foolish to understand how the money flows work. Right. It's like, man, it's like some of these just this. Most of them are securities. Like they even Gildebrand and them said that they said most of the cryptocurrencies are securities. They released that yesterday. And then this happened today. And think so. about this, Coach. We've talked about this for a while. Anybody who's been in the crypto market knows when the bull markets come, the exchanges shut down the second the prices start pumping. And we're seeing the same thing with XRP here. One of our friends, Eleanor Tourette, says, I'm now being told that crypto exchange uphold is currently down. It's one of the only exchanges that offers XRP to you retail investors in the United States. This isn't new news. Somebody who's been in the market for a few years. I remember Coinbase went down, Binance went down, Crypto.com goes down. Every time we get a bull run, the best thing you can do is have a limit order set. So what do you think, Coach? Is this something that you can inform our listeners on? Will yeah. we just go down during the next bull run too? Is this just part of the market? That's no, that's that's one. That's why Merlin's so important. We're not trying to pump Merlin because we're we're the co-founders of it, but we are. <laughs> In retrospect, that's what is we, we when you solve a problem, you help humanity, right? And so basically what Ellen, I'm getting tons of messages. Hey, upholds down, upholds down. That's why I was looking at my phone. Everybody's like, I'm trying to sell. And it's like, that's going to happen. So you have to to have an exit plan, a ladder exit plan on the way up, because this is going to happen. You're going to be super excited. All of a sudden you're going to be a millionaire and you can't even pull it out. And you're going to be a thousand there within a couple minutes because you or a couple hours because you can't pull it out. So you have to pull profits on the way up. And that's what Merlin will allow you to do. It's going to set targets so that like Mario, it worked perfectly. Mario got an alert from Merlin that said XRP is going parabolic. What the hell is going on? And he, you know, it obviously allowed him to think about that. That's why Johnny, came to us with Merlin. It was like, I was, I was deep in the gym training like nine sessions a day. I remember during the last bull run, it was when we were, we're building this company. And, um, I would literally, I had my exit plan, my little, uh, fold out sheet and I would have Thank it you. in there. Yeah. And I'd be, I felt bad. I was training clients. And I'd be like, and it was pumping. I'll be like, Oh shit, I'll be right back. And I go, you know, and I had to, but I, if I had Merlin, it would just alert me <clears> anyways, but yeah, it's, um, 
It's exciting, man. And, and just congratulations to everybody, man. Uh, you know, and all the people we've met in the XRP community and the crypto community at large have been so kind, man, and loving and supportive and just, you know, it's in, in bigger than XRP and bigger than crypto. I've met the coolest fucking people in the world, man. Like, like really good, genuine human beings, just kindness. And every time we all got together, we didn't even talk about crypto, man. It was about love and high frequency and, and, you know, so kudos to everybody who hung in here. Um, and this is just the beginning, guys. This is now I'll keep saying this. It's time to get your shit together because uh, a lot of you are going to gain more wealth than you've ever gained within the next 24 months. But it's not wealth unless it's realized. Right. And and it's not about just the money. It's about the, the consciousness level that you access. Uh, money gives you a lot of resources. Like my shaman last time I was in Peru, I was sitting there. And he says, what does re money represent to you? As I said, sitting in a garden in Peru with you for 11 days. Simple. <laughs> it's that simple. I wouldn't be able to be sitting in a garden with you in Peru for 11 days if I didn't have access to resources. Right. I guess I could sit in a garden at a park, but that's what it represented me experiences and, you know, helping out humanity. So Coach JV, I got one more question. I know it turned cool. into a Q&A for you. So sorry. sorry. No, I'm good. But we, we talked about it last week when BlackRock filed for their ETF. Guys like Jay Clayton and Larry Fink, they went onto the mainstream news networks and started pumping the currency. We think Bitcoin's digital gold. It's very safe. So on. Are we going to see something similar with the XRP lawsuit? Let's say we get a ruling. Are we going to see the institutional investors come and start going on CNBC talking about, well, actually, XRP does constitute a uh, uh, commodity or something along those lines? Yeah, 100%, man. They go where the money goes. The money flows, right? So it's like, I mean, that's that's all they do. They're just, they go where the money flows and their news is based on padding their pockets. So if it's going to pad their pockets, then absolutely they're going to do that. So I mean, it's that simple. It's it's uh, it's fortunate or unfortunate, but I think the powerful part is we know the game, so we can't be played now. Absolutely, guys. And you're going to love this video here. Elon Musk is breaking down. What does money mean to him? And of course, he's addressing Bitcoin. People get confused. And sometimes they think an economy is money. Money is a database for uh, exchange of goods and services and for time shifting the exchange of goods and services. That's it's a, it's a Money is a database. Money doesn't have power in and of itself. And there you have it. He goes on to elaborate. If you're stuck on an island and you could have a can of soup or a trillion dollars, you take a can of soup. So money isn't valuable without an ecosystem. And Johnny, we got 720 live listeners here joining us. Show us some love. Smash that like button. We're going to take a little bit of a different connection here because I found this article last night describing how hedge funds are finally ready to enter the crypto market and have increased their exposure from about 4% to 7% over the last year, even during a bear market. What really caught my attention in this survey, Coach, or Johnny Crypto here, is the fact that 53% of American hedge funds are sitting on the sidelines. Most of them said that they would not invest in crypto until we get clear regulation. Coincidentally, today is the day, my friends. Regulation took a massive step forward. And my question to you, Johnny, is this the moment where we see institutions and hedge funds change their stance on crypto? Well, um, I think that moment will happen when we get the Bitcoin ETF. I think this is just a step in that direction but i don't think it's a big enough step because when you look at this market this market is driven by bitcoin bitcoin is how it's viewed and so to me that big chunk of money that we know has been sitting on the sidelines there for a long time abs wants to come into this space i think we're gonna need now that's not to say some money won't go into xrp yeah i think some of that will some of these hedge fund managers may want to buy into it but to really see the floodgates come in of all that money, that 53%, uh, I think they've been very clear that they're waiting for SEC approval and they'll get that once Bitcoin, that Bitcoin ETF is approved. I think that is going to be the, what I call the flooding gates moment when the gates open up and in the high tide 
comes in and raises all boats. Ab. So I, I don't think this is that catalyst. I think this is just a step towards it. But imagine this ruling plus then the BTC, blah, BTC ETF coming. I mean, man, you're just piling on all these huge catalysts. And then if it's coupled with the having, forget about it. I think it's going to be it's going to be a huge, huge, huge um, flood of money coming at that point in time. Coach JV, we've always talked about the connections between XRP and XLM. And look at it this morning. Based off nothing with XLM's project in and of itself, it's pumping off the XRP news. So my question for you, XLM has had a free pass when it comes to meeting with people in Washington. They've been able to meet with Washington officials and not walk out with the lawsuit. What do you think is really going on here when it comes to XLM? I don't have a specific question like why do you think it's moving in price or anything along those lines. Why is XLM allowed to thrive in the U.S. while many of these projects can't even get meetings? Um, I'm going to give you guys my, I'm going to put my tinfoil hat on for a second. So I, I truly believe in my heart of hearts, you don't have to believe this. Um, I believe when December 20th, 2020, this came out, it was part of a systematic change in our financial system. And they used ripple XRP, the most ripple, the company, the most well-run company in the ecosystem with one of the greatest CEOs of all time. The guy's freaking genius, right? They used Ripple to move this crypto ecosystem forward to number one, stall it in America because America is super far behind in technology and we have an old crusty ass <laughs> governmental system, right? They're just stuck in the industrial area and they realize they got caught with their pants down because they've been printing money so much. They've been living off, you know, low interest rates, you know, uh, whatever, high uh, quantitative easing. And all of a sudden they're like, <gasps> oh my God, we're behind. And so they're like, boom, throw the brakes on. Let's go after Ripple, right? And so I think XLM just kind of, Jed McHale kind of went off into the, they picked Ripple for a reason because it already was up and running. It already, I mean, they were on their way to taking over the globe already. And so it's like, let's put it on Ripple. And then once we deem them not a security, then we can go out and just, now we have clarity. Like, I love what Johnny said. He was like, I think Johnny, you've said this a bunch of times, it's stuck in my head. It's like, you know, once we'll be the only crypto with regulatory clarity. Then it's game over from there. It's like now I guarantee every crypto creator right now is like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. And, and it's the, again, too. It's like I hope what I want to I just want to send a really quick message. I do have to jump off for a meeting real quick. But um, to the XRP community, let's be let's be the bigger people. Don't go out and say I told you so. F you people. But don't do that shit. Like this is a win for the whole crypto industry, a huge win. Like, don't go out there and hate on people. And I told you so. And you bunch, you know, hundred, yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's like, like, let's just be love, man. Let's just be frequent. This is a win for all of us in the cryptocurrency space. Just try not to just, just resist that. Going to people like I fucking told you so, blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, none of us knew. I was speculating, you know, there's there's a guy on Twitter, all you're speculating. Hell yeah, I'm speculating. I'm speculating about the next move too. I don't know what the hell is going on. I'm not the elites. I don't have the, you know, the, the billions of dollars. So all of us are speculating. Elon's speculating. Everybody's speculating. So it's like, let's yeah. just go at this with grace, like love and, and higher consciousness. And, and it's a win for us. It's a win for humanity. That's what it is. And let's, let's use this win to spread more love and high frequency to people. And our, our lives are not going to be the same after this. You guys realize that, right? Like this, this is, um, yeah, it's just I'm I'm grateful to run with you guys, man, because I, I couldn't have not I didn't pick you guys. We picked each other. It's like I couldn't have uh, picked a greater group to to be in battle with throughout this process because it, it was it was it was not an easy process, man. I mean, we got judged. We got mocked. We got ridiculed. And you guys you guys just stood tall. You know, you just stood tall. We always said I love you to people. And, and here we are, man. So 
just the beginning. So, Coach, last thing, and I know you got to run. Check out this tweet from Rosa Rios, and I just want to draw on the connections here. XRP's primary purpose is facilitating cross-border payments. Now we've got a ruling here, and we're going to get the green light. But what I wanted to focus on is World Economic Forum connections. Rosie Rios works for Ripple. How didn't we see this coming? Really? <laughs> how, did, how didn't we, or did we see it? I think I think a lot of our videos in the next last twenty four months are going to be viral videos because there's yeah i mean there just there's gonna be a lot of viral videos out there from your guys's content because we just we've been spinning because what what do we do we took it from a logical standpoint we're mm -hmm. like logically rosie rios the 43rd treasury united states says you need a shock to the system to move consumer behaviors the freight train has left the building right then you connect all the board of directors to all these different people jay clayton moves from initiating the case against Ripple to consult for a cryptocurrency fund. Jay Clayton sitting on the board for the bank bail-in committees. Gary Gensler start, was part of the start of the FOMC, Future Oversight Committee, in 2012 to stop non-bank financial institutions. I mean, I could just go on and on. I have a whole wall of connections here, like like uh, like some weird-ass dude that has all these. It's just, it, it makes, this makes so much sense to me. It's so clear to me. So now what this tells us is that we now have a responsibility to be the bigger people to rise up into higher consciousness and to guide ourselves properly through this. Right. And use this new found wealth that's going to be coming to do good things with it. I mean, that's, that's really all we can do. Um, and again, it's like, it's going to be cool. Uh, the next 24 months, just, just make sure I'm telling you guys, when Merlin comes out, download Merlin, have an exit plan. You have to, you have to have an exit plan. Don't get married to this cryptocurrency game because I still, let me share with you what I think is going to come is I think we're still going to go through the same, cycle with Bitcoin. I don't think it's going to be anything different. Um, I don't think there's so much that has to happen behind the scenes coming from the banking system. Just because we have a ruling doesn't mean all the banks are going to hit the switch, right? right? It takes time. It takes time to implement. No, they're not ready. Nobody's ready for this. This is a, this is a systematic banking switch. So you have about 24 months to really kind of navigate through this. But I think, I think BitBoy might've said this. I think I heard on one of his, I don't want to take this from him if he said this, but it was like, he thinks it's like the last big bull run is the next one. Um, and I think that might've been him. I agree with that because I think by the time this bull runs over, it's going to be more like the S&P, right? It'd be normal. If you get a 5% drop, you're like, oh my God, the stock market's collapsing. It's not going to be these 80, because the more money that comes in, the less volatile it'll become. So be diligent, have an exit plan. When you exit, make sure you richest man in Babylon that money, man. Like don't, don't go buy Lambos and Ferraris. If you're going to buy a Lambo, make sure it's a cash generating, cash generating asset that pays for that Lambo. Like, please join the Academy, man. We'll, you know, we guide you guys through this education. Um, yeah. That's all I got, man. Well, it's just, just, I want to say thank you to coach baby coach. I know it turned into a Q and a. So thank no, you. I'm just, I'm great. Here. Thank you. I'm just honored, man, to be here. And it's like, um, yeah, I was, I was about to go into a meeting. I'm like, I have to cancel. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I have to cancel. I'll meet you at 1045. Like, I and there are 720 to. people who appreciate that, Coach. So thank <laughs> yeah. you. So Love you guys. Yeah. Love, Love you, guys. Thanks for hopping on, Coach. Bye. Johnny, we got to talk a little bit of XLM. But first, let's get back to the XRP price chart because I do just want to check on the price. We haven't checked on it in a little bit. We are currently sitting at 59 cents. So we are back below 60 cents this morning. And what I think is important to note, I'm going to share my screen real quick, just pulling it up here. What I think is important to note about the price chart is when we look at the monthly candles for XRP and bear with me here for all of our listeners, I'm going to zoom out. What we're clearly doing here, oh, zoomed out incorrect. What we're doing here, guys, is we're creating a support above these monthly candles. And what's so exciting about the long-term timeframes is that these are the most reliable. The only one that can provide mm -hmm. you more evidence than a monthly chart is a yearly chart. But with XRP, you really can't use it. When we check out the candles here, clear level of support at 54 cents. And that's why Waters Above was telling us 
If we get above 54 cents and then quickly break above 60, he's anticipating we go all the way to 83 cents and what he was calling a moonshot or a God candle. But we got 696 live listeners here. Show some love. Smash that like button. We're definitely working overtime, Johnny Crypto. So you tell me when to cut it off, but let's talk about the price chart. Well, so here's the thing. I've got a meeting in seven minutes, so I'm going to have to hop off at 1245. But I will say this. I believe Mario, that was really cool, by the way, that Merlin told Mario (laughs) something big was was happening. Uh, Mario, that was freaking awesome. But also, I believe there is a Jeremy Hogan tweet out there that just came out that I think, you know, Abs, if you want to hop into that, that would be really cool. I think it's in the private chat. If you want to share that, that would be kind of cool to read. But he does talk about splitting of the baby. Uh, which is what he uh, he did. But yeah, Mario, thanks for sharing that. That's something that I think our listeners are, and our, all of our Merlin users will have to look forward to as we kind of did build it so that if things are happening in your portfolio, you can turn notifications on or off. And when big moves like this happen, you will see and get a notification for it. So we're excited and we're happy to uh, you know get that out soon. But yeah, here's the tweet I was talking about, Abs. You know where Jeremy, I'll let you do your thing. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm going to leave you in the top left and I'll read through, just throw you on mute and then I'll kick it right back to you, bro. So Jeremy Hogan just tweeted out, wow, congratulations to all my friends and guys. Usually I read through before. So if I stutter, bear with me. What I see from here on my first read through is that Judge Torres ended up splitting the baby just as he had called out at XRP Las Vegas. She finds the sales of which the buyers bought XRP directly from Ripple were sales of a security. And that amounted to about $728 million in value. She finds the programmatic sales that do not satisfy the third prong of the Howey test with no reasonable expectation of profit. Congratulations to the 75,000 XRP holders in John Deaton because the XRP we owns is not a security. She also finds that other sales were not really sales and that they don't meet the first prong of the Howey test. That's about $600 million that Ripple will win. She does not adopt that institution or sorry, that investment contracts require a contract test. Ripple loses in this prong. She did not allow the FND to proceed to trial, so Ripple loses here as well. As I expected, the individual defendant's issues will go to trial. She does not address the secondary market sales, but per this order, most of the XRP out in the world are not securities. That's the mic drop. I want to get some comments from Johnny Crypto on. What are you thinking? So, Abs, if you remember, and you can go back and watch any shows, I've always said on this show that I felt that what Ripple did in the beginning back in 2013, those sales, I always said those were probably securities. And we just saw the judge say, yep, those are security. But the way they're operating today is not security. And you saw her say they're not security. And hence, the Wait a minute, I just thought of something very, when we had Jeremy Hogan on air, he said, when we get a ruling, he gave us his word, he would come on the show the following week. So I'm going to reach out to Jeremy Hogan. And you know what? I believe he's a man of his word. I think he'll be coming on our show. I also want to remind our listeners, tomorrow we will have digital perspectives coming on. So it's going to be an XRP episode for sure. Sorry, Johnny and Mario, floor's yours. Yeah, no question about it, Abs. Um, But to me, that's really what it is. is This was no surprise. This is what I expected would happen. I thought they'd split the baby. I thought they'd say that, you know, this is what we're getting. Now, obviously, there's the individual lawsuits. We'll see how that goes and how that plays out. But I think the big part here is certainly the fact that, you know, as she says right there, number, as he says right there, number seven, most of the XRP in the world are not securities. So that's what I think everybody's hanging their hat on. It sounds like there's still some stuff that needs to be, um, 
you know, worked on. Um, and you know what? We got some really cool stand-up people in our chat that admit, you know, when you're not right. And listen, guys, I'm not always right. You know, none of us are right or wrong. This isn't about right or wrong. This is just more about we held in there. We made it through the finish line. We got a little more to go. We'll see how this whole thing plays out. Wait a minute, well, Johnny, they're asking us to show page 27. So I got to ask you and Mario to stay here for a minute. Mario, I do want to get your thoughts. Most of XRP out in the world, officially not a security, according to this lawsuit. On a scale of one to 10, how high do you rank this win for Ripple? Well, I think, you know, I think it's it's pretty high. If I had to rate it from one to 10, uh, I think we're we're up there like, a, like an eight. I mean, you know what better ruling could could we uh, could we have received? We we already had discussed the fact that the way that Ripple sold it initially, that was most likely going to be considered a security. But I think this is very positive for the entire crypto space. The fact that we know now that exchanges and the way that they're listing these tokens, that in itself may not be considered a security, and so that's going to change dramatically. I think the way that SEC is coming after Coinbase and Binance. Um, I also just saw a tweet about how an exchange can possibly be relisting XRP like fairly soon. So I think that that's going to be super exciting whenever we start to see Kraken and Coinbase and Binance US potentially starting to relist the uh, uh, XRP token. That's going to drive in more hype and obviously therefore drive drive up the price. But um, let's wait to see how this plays out. Again, like Jeremy uh, Hogan outlined, we, we do still need to see how this does in trial. And we do still need to see what this means for the entire case, what this what this is going to mean for law and regulation. The Howey test obviously doesn't apply. So are we going to get a ripple test? Man, it's just a crazy time. Super exciting. Mario, and I didn't realize they were splitting the baby in your apartment this morning as we are getting noise in the back. <laughs> I'm completely kidding. But I want to tell our listeners, guys, if you're looking for free drinks, Johnny Crypto is going to be up in Connecticut. Go knock on his door. He's got some money to spend this morning. But Johnny well, Crypto. Just give the address out of the lake. Right. You know, <laughs> it's all love and respect. It's all love and respect. My <laughs> all right, boys. Listen, hey, I got to run. read one thing before you jump off, Johnny, because the people want to know. One, one sentence from page 27 here. All right, go ahead. The SBC does not. The SEC does not elsewhere allege that the recipients of these distributions, like Ripple's employees and third parties, were Ripple's underwriters. In any event, the SEC does not develop the argument that these secondary market sales were offers or sales of investment contracts, particularly where the payment of money was used for the XRP. Sales never traced back to Ripple, and the court cannot make such a finding. Therefore, having considered the economic reality and totality of the circumstances, the court concludes that Ripple's other distributions did not constitute the sale of investment contracts. If I could play audio right now, I'd play a, a crowd clapping, a celebration noise in the background. But Johnny, give me some thoughts and we'll close out the show. Well, I mean, there it is right there. There's the, the legal definition of why it's not considered, you know, doesn't meet the test and why it's not considered security. I think there you, go, there you have it, guys. I mean, at the end of the day, this is a victory you know, take a victory lap, you know, don't, 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 don't over drink, don't drink and drive, but definitely take a lap of victory. Cause today's a big, big day uh, and a changing moment for all ripple holders or XRP holders, I should say. So I think, you know, pat yourself on the back, big day. Now we just, let's continue to watch and see how this thing plans out, but it certainly is a big, big ruling in their favor. And now we'll see in the long run, now that the monkey's off their back abs, how this plays out. And let's definitely reach out to Jeremy Hogan. Let's see if we can get him on the show. Um, as soon as possible so we can get a little more clarity around what this means in the long run. And Mario, I'd just like to get some closing statements from you as well. With all, this, 
Uh, Johnny, love you, bro. Thanks for being here. Yeah. Um, Mario, just some closing statements as well. We've waited for this for such a long time. I just want to get your thoughts, not talking about anything in particular. Tell me how you're feeling and what's your next move, man. Now the lawsuit's over. What are we going to focus on? Yeah. Right. Uh, I mean, we've been discussing that. I think JV said it perfectly, you know, stay, stay calm, stay humble. Um, if we do start to get, if we do start to get this uh, massive price appreciation in the short term, then by all means take profits, super important. Do the best that you can with those profits, you know, reinvest in something that's going to generate you uh, some form of income before you start to put it into stuff that, you know, like, like a supercar and whatever. But yeah, for me personally, man, I'm keeping an eye on the price. We are still very far away from those price targets that, that I have on my exit strategy. So we have to see what happens. I mean, we, we've had a bit of a big candle today. We have to see if the real listings start to continue to shoot the price up. We are not supposed to be in a bull run just yet. And so can we see a decoupling from the XRP price chart from the rest of the crypto market? That's something to keep an eye on too. Otherwise, I think we shouldn't be expecting anything major from price action until the crypto market is in full-blown bull run. And that's not until next year. But again, this can definitely be the catalyst that creates or that uh, sets the XRP price chart uh, or separates the XRP price chart from the rest of the crypto market. So I'm just no, going to end up on a funny note, Mario, because I'm going to put you yeah. on the spot here, bro. Don't hold me to it. When we look at the XRP price chart, we like to say history doesn't repeat, but it often rhymes. And what we're showing right here is if XRP repeated the same fractal from 2017, that would take us from 45 cents to $30. My question to you is, if you don't believe we are going to get a similar fractal, and this is all conspiracy, not financial advisors, we just like to discuss the price charts, what do you think? What's a realistic God candle for XRP? In my personal opinion, I'm going to say 12 to $15. So I'm going to make you choose a different wow. number. You tell me. Wow. That's a crazy target, dude. Uh, I am more conservative. Like I am still, regardless, I am still within the previous bull run targets, which were seven to 10 bucks uh, for me personally. And I mean, things are different this time, 100%. So I'm not going to be selling all of my XRP I am going to be taking profits along the way and my exit strategy in my exit strategy, not financial advice, but I, I do have 35% that I keep for the long term. And so if we are going to go above the, the, the $10, you know, you're saying 12 to 15 bucks, dude, I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> and guys, we got 666 live listeners here. That is the number of carbon. Show us some love, smash that like button. I want to say Thank you for joining our show today. This was a historic episode, and we thought we were going to talk about Saudi Arabia and Twitter adding XRP, but we've got the world focused on XRP right now. So we'll see you guys in 23 hours. Like we always say, Warriors, smash that like button. We'll see you tomorrow. We got Brad Kimes joining the show, so that's going to be a great episode. Go and celebrate today, but be safe, of course. Have a a good one. We love you guys. Love you guys.